Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're pressing on through the Gospel of Matthew. We're up to the 13th chapter. <laughs> yeah, we spent many episodes on that 12th chapter. Boy, there's so much there. So uh, the 13th chapter is interesting because what we're going to learn right here is pivotal to understanding uh, a certain element of the Scripture, uh, particularly the way that Jesus spoke and the way he taught, how he used parables. I've actually done an entire uh, podcast sequence and series on parables, and um, I don't remember what number they are. If, I mean, if you really wanted to hear them all, if you haven't heard them before, uh, just drop me a note, and I'll sing you whatever the number is. I'll have to look it up. I don't really have the uh, all the podcasts divided up that way. It'd probably be a smart thing to do, but I just haven't done it. And um, But anyway, if you've heard it before, that's great, because repetition is at the heart of knowledge, right? So here we are. We're in the 13th chapter of Matthew, and it says this. We covered this in the previous episode, that that day Jesus went out of the house and was sitting by the sea. So apparently it was the same day that he uh, all this stuff happened in chapter 12. It could carry the idea of that on a particular day Jesus went out of the house, was sitting by the sea. Okay, it doesn't really matter. So he goes out of the house where he was, and he goes and sits by the sea, which makes you wonder why. Uh, I suspect that what we see in the next verse gives us uh, a little insight into that because we know that when he was teaching in the 12th chapter there that there were uh, disciples were there, that religious rulers were there, Pharisees were there, scribes were there, that the crowd was there, uh, that his mom and brothers were trying to get in, which tells you that it was so crowded they couldn't get in. Okay, So now Jesus relocates from that house out and sits by the sea. you got an open beach. you got plenty of room here. Verse 2. And large crowds gathered to him so that he got into a boat and sat down and the whole crowd was standing on the beach. So you can see the picture. He gets in the boat and pushes off a little bit, sits down, and then everybody could see him. Everybody could hear. Now, in the days of portable sound systems, <laughs> which I am abundantly aware of, I've got a couple laying around here. Uh, sometimes it's just amazing to understand that Jesus would sit there and talk to the multitudes, talk to the thousands. We see that on the Sermon on the Mount. You see it with the Sermon on the Plain. You see it when Jesus is sitting here in a boat and all these crowds are pressing in and they could hear him. Okay? There's a couple of things going on. I, I think that people probably listened better then. I think they were probably a little bit quieter, though it wasn't a, a type of thing where everybody was sitting there totally quiet because there's life going on. You got children going around, you got babies, you got things happening, right? But when you get out there in the ocean on the beach like that, there's some, uh, a natural uh, sound enhancement that takes place. Also, a lot of times we think that Jesus was just sitting there in this soft little voice. No, he was speaking forth where people could hear him. So he's sitting there in the boat, crowd standing on the beach, verse 3. And Jesus spoke many things to them in parables. So Matthew's letting us know that he speaks to them in parables. So let me tell you what's going to happen here in this chapter, and then we'll look at the first part of it today. Jesus is about to speak a parable. The disciples are going to ask him later, why are you speaking in parables? And then when Jesus is answering their inquiry, He's going to explain this parable to them. He's going to tell them what is meant by this. 
Now, the reason I said this is pivotal and foundational is you learn so many things about how to interpret the parables of Jesus by this example that he gives right here. So he's going to give a parable. We're going to read the parable today. And then later on, we'll see where he gives the interpretation of the parable. And we go, oh, okay, that's how you handle these things. And this one right here, like I said, is foundational to all of them. So verse 3, Jesus was speaking many things to them in parables, saying this. So this is Jesus talking. Behold, the sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell beside the road. And the birds came and ate them up. Others fell on the rocky places where they did not have much soil. And immediately they sprang up because they had no depth of soil. But when the sun had risen, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. Others fell among the thorns. And the thorns came up and choked them out. And others fell on the good soil and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. Then Jesus says this last thing he says is, He who has ears, let him hear. Or literally means listen, pay attention to this. If you have ears, pay attention to this. So what's going on with this? <clears throat> I'm not going to try and interpret it because Jesus is going to interpret it later, right? What you do is you pay attention, folks. Just pay attention to what Jesus said. A lot of times people call this the parable of the sower. Well, that's fine because it starts off, there was a sower who went out to sow. Other people call it the parable of the seed. And it is because he's, he's sowing seed. And there's a seed. That's fine. I'm more inclined to call it the parable of the soils. Because you have four very distinct soils. The same seed is sown by the same sower. The same seed falls on the soil. But then it has four very distinct outcomes. The first one, what happens? The seed falls beside the road and the birds come and eat it, eat it up. So the seed falls on hard ground right here. And what are birds going to do? Snatch it up immediately. The other one, it falls upon a rocky place. Okay. Well, there wasn't a lot of soil. But there was enough soil to where it sprang up. Okay, it was enough soil to where that mystery of, of a seed springing into life, which mankind still cannot explain, okay, that it springs up, but there's no depth of soil. So that when the sun comes along, he says right here, when the sun is risen, it scorches it because it doesn't have any root. It hasn't tapped into any type of water, even though it has sprung up and it's growing but then it withers away because there's no root, and the sun scorches it. So you have a hard soil right here. You have a rocky soil. The others fell among the thorns, or literally up on the thorns, okay? And the thorns came and choked them out. So the thorns are there, and the soil is soil that can grow things because it's growing thorns, okay? But the thorns choke it out. So you have a, a, a hard soil. Okay, like a roadside impacted soil. You have a rocky place soil. You have a soil that has thorns. Notice something. The first one, the birds ate it up. There was no, no fruit or whatever. The second one, it sprang up, but then the sun comes along, scorches it, withers it. The other one fell among the thorns, and the thorns came up and choked them out. 
apparently they'd sprung forth because you got to have something to choke out, but the thorns choked it out. Then the last one, the others fell on good soil and yielded the crop. So you have a good soil here, and there's a crop. Some of it's 30, some of it's 60, some of it hundredfold, but there's a crop. He who has ears, let him hear. May we hear what the Lord is saying here. Like I said, he'll tell us later what this is and what the picture is, but I think it speaks uh, to the world today. I think it speaks to the body of Christ, folks, those who profess to believe, because there's a lot of people who profess to believe who are not really true believers. They're false professors <laughs> because they haven't really heard the truth. They've heard religion, but they haven't heard the truth. Let those who have ears hear. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you all in the next episode.